So who we got today? Good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> wow, you're so rude. Straight into the business end of it for you. I talked to you out there. Wait a minute. No, no. It's so nice to see you. I haven't seen you for ages. I, se- I really haven't seen you for ages. No. I mean, I sort of, you know, those sort of little, oh shit, my thing's going funny. All the jokes about the Spurs managers, um, you know, and and those little direct Oh, by the time do. this goes out, he's gone. Yeah. 100%. He might be on to another one after that. <laughs> yeah. United might have bought Harry Kane, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw 100 million this morning. I thought even for United, that might be a bit much. Mm, I don't know. It depends on the takeover, doesn't it? You've got five bids coming in by the end of tomorrow yeah. as well. Anyway, um, fuck football. Hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah football. Rubbish. Well, especially what's going down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so today, James Day. Today, today, James Day. Oh, James today. James Day Day. James Day Day. Fucking already the listeners are thinking, get on with it. Oh, like, Just shut up. <laughs> this intro is really boring. Just it's, get to the good stuff. It's nice to see you. Uh, I haven't seen you for ages. And what have you bought me? What's that on the table? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so um, this is a piece of cake. Actually, two pieces. One for me, one for you. And your daughter made it for your wife. Yeah, that's that's the headline. <laughs> the truth is, she's unwell, and I did all the Mother's Day duties, wow. even writing the cards, um, such as um, a father's job. That's very. Did good. you do all that with your lot? Uh, I uh, we were out on Saturday night, and then um, I I was I coach girls football on a, on a Sunday. Cool. So do- my daughter, my ten year old, I coach her team. Very good. Any um, prospects? Uh, yeah, I mean they're good, good little footies. Um, they, they enjoy it and the, the great thing about it is to, without boring everyone is just getting getting them out on a Sunday morning and yeah. playing team sports and football's been brilliant um, yeah. but I took all I took the other two as well so that gave gave Kelly a you're in super dad territory aren't you? you know you have super foods that. could it be super could we have like a super dad off I don't know about that I got back and I was I was still hungover so I just wanted to go to bed oh, the truth yeah and I made well I made roast dinner and okay well look all that but I, I did the cake and actually I did bangers much, but you this is one piece for me, one piece for you. And I've also got a piece for James if he wants it. Wow. Um I'm sure he's gonna love it. Yeah, so I'm looking look forward to this. Photographer. So we've had Malcolm Benville before and um Adam Hinton. And we were talking to um to our friends at Uncommon the other day and this came up and we're yeah. gonna be featuring it straight away, it's which perfect. is Yeah. It's perfect really well timing. timed. I think Adam Hinton was very good on the um sort of reportage look and feel and and, and Malcolm kind of did a bit of everything. Mm. Uh, but he had nice sort of characterful casting and stuff. But I think James is a real studio-based photographer and yeah. it's going to be really interesting. He's done some massive campaigns and like you say, uh, the B&Q thing is just phenomenal. We've hit it just at the right moment. It's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So let's go grab him. Yeah, you go get him. I'm going to sit here and just look at the cake for a minute. James Day, uh, photographer behind many iconic award-winning billboards. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, thanks so much for coming in today. Um, we always start this bit by asking people what they're up to at the moment. So I know uh, that you've just done the B&Q thing. So save that because okay. we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but generally, what what projects are you up to? Uh, you just told me you're quite quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I'm not hugely busy this month. Yeah, just I'm make it up. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple of things. You know, the, the usual classic where it was all great, 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 and yeah, it Malcolm Benville got it. Yeah, 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 it all fell apart the last minute. Um, but I've been doing uh, quite a bit of stuff for Spec Savers. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, which has oh, been all right. It? Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is good fun. Are those nice uh, statics with the um, just the, the, the specs, or is it? With yeah, it's just the specs. Well? It's just sort of yeah. very classic, sort of still life stuff. No, but yeah, they're a nice, they're a nice client. Yeah, yeah, nice, no, I, nice bunch. I had about six months there. I was more, on, I was looking after Canada. Oh yeah. Um, 
But um, I've just realised I'm tapping my foot and Dan's giving me a funny I keep, look. I keep putting my foot on your foot and yeah, you think sorry. I'm yeah. doing something it's else. It's to <laughs> yeah. stop you keeping right. the beat. Just keep that foot yeah. there, right. Can you just... Or take um, your shoes off. But what do you do... Yeah, take your shoes off. <laughs> what do you do... You know, when you're... When you're not super busy, do you have little things you go... Like, I imagine... So I'm I'm trying to write a book at the moment, and whenever I'm not working, I'm I'm straight in on that or doing stuff for the podcast. Yeah, I mean I'll do a lot do of personal work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So, so do I mean you... I just did a just did a whole thing last week. Did you what on? Yeah, just uh, some uh, plastic containers. Right. Sounds a bit weird, but it was like you know like sort of sandwich. Yeah, things. Yeah, you know, yeah. really horrible plastic stuff, <laughs> which weirdly is very available on Amazon in vast quantities, which right. is quite depressing. Beautifully colourful, I imagine. Colourful backgrounds, yeah, hard shadows. The Can usual. I say it'd be probably very, very James Day? Yes, it would be very James Day. They are very James Day. Hopefully moving on a little bit tonally, yeah. but you know. But do you, joking aside, do you have sort of little things in your head? You go, right, I'd love to do a thing about um, old-fashioned ink pens. I'm going to do, you know, when I'm oh, not exactly busy. That. Yeah, I mean, I've got you, a huge list of stuff. Right. So like you're constantly adding to it and then I sit down and go, right, what can we do? What can I fit in next week? You know, some of this takes a little bit bit longer. You know, there's that set design or there might be like sets to build or something right. like that. So this, I've got a few sort of slightly longer term projects that we're working towards. And what's the, what's the output of that stuff? Is it kind of gallery? Is it show? No, Is it's, it just, just, for you? it's more it's just, just personal work. Right. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you know, I'm quite a commercial photographer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did do a book a few years back, which was just an enormous vanity project, um, but what? was great fun. Is it just your work or on something? That's no, no, it's just, it's, it's sort of had a theme in a series and stuff, but it, it's, you know, fine art is a very difficult world to sort of break into. I think particularly mm. when you've been a very commercial photographer for 20 odd years, it's like, yeah. they're yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> don't you do ads? They look down on you. They look down on you. They do look at it. I mean, some people do successfully cross over. And I think, you know, I mean, perhaps I'm not good enough to do that. You know, there's certain people you look at. Oh, I think that's all right. I wish you could do that. Well, no, it's fine. I mean, I love what I do. I mean, I've, I've always I think you're right. There. there is a little bit of, um, there would be a little bit of snobbery around it. There definitely is. We've, a are, we've I mean, some people do do manage to make the sort of jump but you know when you look at who they are they're very 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 I mean, good we've, photographers we've asked certain people onto the <clears> show to come on who work in the outdoor space uh, you know as opposed to being you know ad people and stuff yeah, you know because yeah. the show is about billboards out of home outdoors what's out on the streets what's brilliant you know so that can be someone designing a hotel or yeah, doing yeah, a, yeah, a mural yeah, exactly. as well as doing a fucking great you know billboard so I kind of think that, that yeah it it's also down to the individual, isn't it? What their what their vibe is. And I think, like for you in particular, in the process of billboard creation, for for what you do, do you always have in your mind this is going to be seen on a forty eight sheet? Do you always you know, the the end output? Does it does it, it affect you really in your process? Affect what you're doing. I mean, on a personal level, you're always really pleased when it's going to be a billboard because yeah. you know loads of people are going to see it, mm. and it's you can you know. You can still call my mum up and go, oh, yeah, get some yeah. stuff out. Because yeah, she still yeah. asks, even yeah. it's been quite a long time. Well, where can I see your work? Yeah, That's yeah. She's all oh, you got anything mm. out at the moment. Yeah, yeah. get on the A40. Oh, yeah, finally I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I don't think when you're actually working and creating, you're just trying to create a fantastic image. The, the end use doesn't necessarily impact it, although obviously you've got to make it work in the formats. It's usually yeah. the formats. Formats have become a nightmare with the onset of digital, where yeah. you get these ridiculous banners that are like, you yeah. know, two inches high, 19 inches across, and yeah. they want the same shot to fill that. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, because of the way all the money gets divided up, you know, you mm. have to try and make it all work within 
one and are you getting into. sight of that kind of the 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 media plan the oh, where, God, yeah. or the yeah, yeah, where yeah, the yeah. outputs it's are a massive go. concern right. when you're in the pre pro meetings so, yeah. you know, everyone's like mm. don't forget we will send you the output and you, you look <laughs> oh, okay. and then for digital we need a 916 a 169 exactly. a square yeah. a 11 yeah. it's and, the flipping of that 3x4 yeah yeah very good you know so you always end up you know with digital it's it's we shoot a bit looser and see if we can take the crop out of yeah one shot yeah, because sometimes just, people talk about shooting the big square, don't they? And then you just get yeah. everything out of that. Yeah. But then it that does impact on the framing what you can do. Well, it's the framing, it's the lenses you can use. Yeah. You know, it does it sort of does impact mm. the creative. Mm. But there's sometimes there's no way around it. Yeah. You, know, you just there's just budgetary yeah. constraints dictate that that's what you have to do. And is there anything else in the process that affect in the kind of in the creation of billboard artwork that affects your process other than the outputs is there kind of the is there a color is there a, is there a i know we're going to talk quite a lot about the the bold photography that you do and how yeah that i mean no, i wouldn't say no not a huge amount that kind of affects it i mean you know it's more the constraints of the billboard shot yeah you know that two two to one sort of aspects mm. mm. but then it's the classic one that I grew up working, but you know, it's yeah. the one you always wanted. Well, that's the one that's an pad, emerging photographer. The glamour project. You, exactly. Yeah. It's always like press ads are fine, but I want a billboard. Yeah. yeah. You know? But whenever you do, anyone doing any sort of thing, a box, you normally draw a sort of 48 sheet pro and yeah. start putting ideas in it. You never go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to start with a really flat 96 sheet yeah. kind of layout. Yeah. It, it's funny, isn't it? That's where our brain goes straight away, isn't it? Fill that box. Yeah, totally. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's always a bit of because, because I'm more of a sort of studio based photographer. I always tend to think in a portrait format. Right, okay. You know, oh, that's, so interesting. That, that, that's interesting. Because that's the page on my portfolio. Yeah. Because that's right. how we set them up. So it's a 16, 12 portrait. And then also because I then moved into doing quite a lot of portraiture, you sort of think like that. Mm. So you do, you know, you do have to move your head space a little bit yeah. when you start working in What's landscape. That? If you're a landscape photographer, it's perfect. Yeah. Because it's everything you ever envisage in your head. You know, I, I think, think they really struggle. People who shoot landscapes, yeah. not struggle, but like they have to think slightly differently when they're composing. It's, that's quite interesting because what, you know, my career has been spent mainly on the digital side of outdoor. So from 2005, what were print sites got digitized. Yes. So six sheets, yeah, portrait and um, and the kind of tube car panels, landscape, you know, and but the, the classic formats for posters are always portrait yeah um so when they started to get digitized they went screens but they put them on their end so they were 916 screens yeah, right yeah, yeah. um so for the process for our um graphic artists and creative directors in in at grand visual um they have a the, the multi-screen monitor setup but one of them is always portrait because they're working across landscape super landscape yeah yeah, yeah. And, but, but one of them is they work in the portrait mode, and they have to get their minds into that as soon as they come into our building because it's the it's it's the one that's on every plan. You know, it's those digital posters. So it's interesting that if you're yeah, in yeah. your head from the start, you're a you're I'm a already portrait. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. interesting because from my point of view, whenever I work with teams or come up with my own stuff, I always go landscape straight away because it's like the glory shot, like yeah, the big fucker, like big, but you know. And then I was think, oh shit, that's just going to work in a portrait. <laughs> <laughs> Which is no disrespect to uh, portraits, portrait sites all over the world, um, but they are they are more common on a media plan uh, portrait, and they fit, you know, well, you know, 
they, they just fit, don't they? Most easily. of the street furniture that you see out there, so the kind of street posters, bus stops, all that kind of stuff, ad shells, those mm. things will always be will always be portrait. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the roadside stuff you'll generally see as as landscape. One thing I was when you were chatting about it about the the strong colours and the look, I was just thinking about that. There's an ongoing um, LinkedIn debate. Uh, there's always an ongoing LinkedIn debate about something. Um, but it was Vicky Ross had taken Dave Dye on yeah, a copy's fire. Really good. And uh, it was, um, yeah, it was pretty sad, actually, because the quality of work was Dave even tagged us in his, uh, yes. his little post. Yeah, it's very nice of you. Thanks, Dave. But the thing, he and then Dave wrote an incredibly erudite piece, um, much better than I could, oh, I'm not sure about you, maybe you could. No, you could. Um, you about <laughs> posters and their brilliance. And again, it was a reminder. He said, you know, you should be able to distill all of these 25 posters into thumbnails and I should still be able to see what the idea is. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. fucking hell, that's another great bit of advice. You know, like, have your poster. I think he's always talked about three great things. You know, if the, if there's a headline or words, make them big. If there's a visual, make it big. You know, it's, it's really obvious, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And then they th- this thing that Vicky does, this copies for, they walk around a part of London and you look at real posters in real time and go, oh my I think God. I read the data. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, it's, I was it's awful. Because around on his website, which is always a wonderful place yes, to it spend is. some time. But you just kind of go, it's really bizarre how we've got to 2023. And is one of. Well, we talked, I mean, I know we're going to talk, we might talk a bit about Silk Cut in a bit. Um, but we talked to Alex about how <coughs> she would pitch. Alex Taylor. Yeah. yeah. In the, on the top floor, yeah, from the other side of the room, with her sketch to show that it was a poster that could work from a, from a long way away. So, you know that, and I think the same. You know, we we've done lots of work on the optimum viewing distances for creative right. across digital because it's different than print. And yeah. you know, what are the for things like typography? What are the what are the x heights we can get away with on on copy? Yeah. And mm. what's the? You know, we do talk about the mm. what should be a maximum number of characters for a screen because there's only a certain number of pixels that we can use. So um, it is interesting that, you know, people like Dave talking about that is, mm. is, is good because you should be able to look at a page full of the, and like you do with a light box, you should be able to see that's an image, that's an image and you're circling them in yeah. the old fashioned way. You know, yeah, you should be able to have a look at that. It's also twofold because you go for branding, you know, that Paul Arden thing about you should be able to see a hundred foot. Oh, that, that's a B&Q poster, that's a Nike poster, that, that's a Heineken poster. But just because of the branding, that's one thing. But then the second thing is you should be able to read it. Yeah. And <clears throat> you just feel like, I feel quite so sad for those clients. They've they've paid all that money and no one is reading their stuff. The, we It's a question that we're asked all the time, what are the rules? And, I, it's, it, and there is all these kind of AI algorithms that can read artwork and tell you if it's optimised for billboards and posters and stuff. Um. There are always exceptions to the rule that yeah. do really well, and that's the thing: is that you know the 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 great Pepsi ad that broke all the rules for character length of of a of a roadside poster won all the awards. Lip smacking, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you know, in if you'd have run that through the algorithm, it would have said nope, don't put yeah, this on yeah, the yeah. poster. So I think you. But then there's always a, it's craft a voice it? for. Break it rules. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Otherwise, I mean, you become wallpaper. Yeah. All the ads will look yeah, the yeah. same, and we wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know there'll be a lot of sad people. Yeah, would be very right. sad. Right, James, take us to um, the end of your street. Uh, so, regular feature, the billboard at the end of my street. Um, yeah. What have you got for us? Well, this, this is for a, a Moju ginger shot. <laughs> yeah, which, that, that thing everyone needs in their life. Yeah, exactly, which I've never sampled. Um, I mean, it's not... 
Was it called? A Moju Ginger Shot. Ginger Shot. I think the idea is you shake the... Wake, shake, boom is the headline. Thanks, Dan. You got it. And it's a sort of very, very strong orange and yellow... Uh, party looks like that's going on on the soap poster. Yeah, it'd actually be better if it was digital because at least I could sort of see Collage. it shaking. It does scream for a bit of movement, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there is a, a moving version. Shall I read it all out? Wake, shake, boom. Fire up your day with a mojo ginger shot. I mean, as as a matter of words go, it's decent, isn't it? We've it's had a lot worse. Let's have a look. Let's be super critical. <laughs> is it digital? Is it digital or not? No, I don't think it's it that print. One. What part of London is that, James? Peckham. Peckham. Ah, Peckham. I saw Rye Lane the other day. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's at the bottom of Rye Lane. I've got to be honest, I drove past it, and as I drove past it this morning, I was like, shit, I was supposed to take a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop the traffic as a nightmare. So I, I looked it up. So that actually, that shot there isn't, but oh, that is we'll the one. Oh, let you off. Yeah, that was on, 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 the, on the billboard. And it, a, what, if memory serves me correctly, it... Was a digital poster, but it wasn't moving. Right. Okay. So, like, yeah, the, the roadside ones are generally static yeah, because those static, people get yeah. distracted and you crash yeah, the car exactly, into the one in front. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, from from your side, so for, with the photographer's eye, what give us your critique of of what you're seeing? I mean, it's it's not a bad. I mean, you know, I can see that in the layout. Uh, they've sort of delivered. I'd imagine what they were asked to do. I mean, it's not. It's not amazing photography, but it's, it's perfectly competent. I think it's nice. There's a nice hard shadow in it, which always appeals to me. James <laughs> <laughs> likes a nice hard shadow. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, but, we use this segment kind of to to pick your brains about the other stuff. And to obviously, for in the weeks running up to this show, um, you've been out looking at stuff and you've been seeing more stuff because you know you've been coming on here and you've been exactly. I mean, I came on. You know, I had a good old look on the tube posters. Yes, yeah. not great, is it? I mean. Particularly from a photographic point of view, yeah, I think you know the 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 stuff that stands out. What does it? I mean, like, I mean, that does grab your attention. You know, that it's bright, it's colourful. Yeah. there's some some reasonably good photography in there. Um, I mean, the stuff I was seeing was just so text driven. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously they're going to put that on the tube on car the tube panels, car yeah. panels yeah, yeah, because obviously you, you've got a bit of time to stand and read it. Um, but it just, none of it, I mean, you still used to, you know, I used to go on a tube and you'd see a Benson Hedges ad or a Silk Car or like, and you'd just be like, oh my God, like staring at it. Yeah. You know, or anything, Nike ads or like, you know, it was just mm. always a fantastic image, minimal copy, boom. And that, mm. you know, to me was, that was the, those posters. I think you're right. Those, those, you know, what I always dreamt of doing. Those right? big right. outdoor advertisers, the spending advertisers, They've almost gone away from the, the kind of the the award winning work, the top of the game work, um, to a, a. Is it more of a? We need the message everywhere. Is it just more of a? Let's get the same message out there. Is it price led? Is it product led or something? Um, Definitely, rather than like narrative that. led. Yeah. Um, that's certainly a trend that, that, that we've It also feels in. we've had a lot of. Well, I've had personal experience of it also, but I'm sure you have as well. Where clients go just just stick what's on the tv on the on the poster or stick what's on digital on poster don't well, that's it yeah, yeah yeah it and always then, it feels like a continuation of a digital project and yeah, you know, and yeah. sky sky in particular i think they're yeah. guilty of it more than most yeah. and I don't, I don't know if that's sky creative or if it's just a yeah, yeah, the you, fact that they own all of those assets already so let's just you know it's you reversioning you don't want to point the finger too hard because you're going to go 
But you just need to know where in, somewhere in the process it's not working out because you go, it's either the creatives or it's the media or it's the client or someone's just going, look, don't don't give me anything great. I just wanted the same message across every one. You go, yeah. well, that's, that's mm. not really an advertising campaign, is it? I think I the know. problem is, is like, you know, the, the reason the posters were so great back then is that's what led the campaign. Yeah. You know, that was the idea and that would sometimes cross-collateralise with the TV. But, you know, but a lot of them had these kind of more strong ideas for the brand that just got continued and continued and continued. Yeah. You know, and you just yeah. come up with really clever ways of yeah. expressing it again and again and again. Yeah. You know, like The Economist or, like, you know, it was just... Mm. And I think that is sort of not where the initial push goes now because obviously the whole of the media is carved up in a completely yeah. different way yeah. and I want you know we yeah. I, I honestly I think London has some of the best creative the best creative community in the world um, so we're, we're out I don't think the creative agencies are, are to blame here I, th- I definitely no. think there is no, no. I mean, um, nice. marketing they still brilliant work clients who are just trying to maybe that maybe it's the you know the state of the economy saving money whatever it is or the or the glut of formats they have to create for now um, but if if we're not pushing hard enough then we're not getting the work in front of the right mm. people and it's and we're not yeah rationalizing it, do, it well it does or, seem it, it, yeah but there are still those agencies out there who are pushing and pushing and pushing mm. oh, and we're say, seeing the great work from yeah. the likes of nils and for the likes of rich denny and yeah. you know the, the clients that they're working on and the work they're producing with you know certainly outdoor featuring fairly heavily mm. um is phenomenal and it, and it's, mm. it's it seems to be the the same agencies that are driving the the out of home industry forward creatively um and not necessarily the the traditional agencies that it was before. Yeah, you've just taken all the words out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I thought, that's really good. That, <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's, that's really good. I just read your text that you, that you said. Can you say this, Dan? <laughs> right. Let's go to um, your first billboard. Yeah. Or billboards. Um, always a big moment for creative people generally. Um, but you've got two to talk to us about. Is that right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I mean. My first ever billboard campaign that I did that was just solely me was the uh, the launch of the new Beetle, which right. I think was in 2000. I right. think, and that was for Justin Tindall and Adam Tucker. Right. Uh, and it was an amazing campaign. I mean, I'd been doing a few other bits, like some Guardian posters with them, and like, you know, they'd, they'd moved from FCA to, That's right, yeah. to DDB. Um, which was at the time the dream place to work, where yeah. you know they, just the output was incredible, particularly in our our home. You know, it was just amazing. And Justin had mentioned this campaign to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, you know, I'd love to do that." You know, please, please. You know, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you know, it should be good, should be good." You know, yeah. and, and loads of people were chasing this. You know, really? it was like, yeah, there was a lot of heavyweight names. And yeah, like, yeah. And he said, "Well, I see, what, I see what I can do." Um, and at the time, I didn't really have sort of cohesive <laughs> portfolio right I had sort of yeah. a load of prints and I had all this sort of stuff and I, I sort of met Justin Adam when they were at FCA right and on a slight aside technically my first ever billboard that I was part of was for the Welsh Tourist Board campaign that they did when they were at yes, FCA I remember this and Justin uh, basically very loyally told me about the campaign and he said oh this is black and white bits in the corner that I think you'd be really good for. Right. And I was like, oh, amazing. You know, God, it's a poster, it's a poster. Yeah. Um, and he, true to his word, he got me to shoot them. I think 
much to the extreme annoyance of Alan McPhail, who had shot the wonderful landscape shots, <laughs> <laughs> who I think really pushed quite hard to like, I could do that for you. And Justin was like, no, no, I said that James could do it. Um, and they were lo- it was a lovely campaign. Yeah, it's um, great. I remember this. It's brilliant. Um, it was brilliant. I mean, you know, the, the black and white Brits were done on an absolute ring and a pair and a shoestring. I mean, they're, they're like agency people's children. Right. I think the um, creative director's um, PA is in one Everyone of them. Everyone got a free holiday to Wales guy. for a week for that shot. Yeah, well, no, no, God, no. We're all shot in the agency. Like, <laughs> the, I mean, it's like, well, yeah. let, let me just quickly explain. So in the top left-hand corner, there's a little black and white, which is a bit of a miserable, uh, not, you know, miserable shot. So it's two hours ago and it's a bloke with a sort of head in his hands. And then the, the large hero picture is she was immersed in paperwork and she is in a brilliant spa in Wales, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the next one is something like AM and PM, bloke yawning on a tube, and then he's doing some mega canoeing. So it's sort of like before and after type thing, but it's really nicely done. I mean, I, I actually quite like the idea of different photographers because then you get a different sort of yeah. vibe. Well, I think that's take. what Justin's rationale yeah. was. He said, I like, you know, you at the time I was doing quite a lot of sort of grainy black and white stuff. Um, and well, Alan, it's quite funny. Alan did these expansive sort of landscapes. Yeah, because these aren't very... They're not classic you because they're, no. they're people black and white grainy like you said. Yeah, thinking, yeah. That's not James Day. No, well, this, this is I, saw, I was very much finding my feet photographically yeah. back then. Okay, so you'd done that and then you got, but then, but then we moved on, the yeah. Beatles stuff. Yeah, and the Beatles stuff. So basically, Justin was like, look, I really want you to do it, but I've got to get it past Mark Reddy, who's the right. head of art. Okay. So I was like, oh, bloody hell. So I was like, you know, I was quite panicking. So anyway, I got, I basically went and spent almost all the money I had at the time <laughs> getting iris prints of my work printed right. and mounted. Right. So I thought, what's the best way to kind of blow him away? And these yeah. were like super, super in at the time, you know, yeah. these beautiful, you know, that soft Hanamula paper. Yeah. yeah. And it's all that very soft. So, so everything had quite a soft feel as well. And a lot, mm. there was a lot of movement in it, but it was mm. all quite sort of, you know, I just trying to find that sort of, Great. you know, quite stark, you know, um, still lifey sort of feel. Which, yes. You know, but it was the very sort of beginnings of it. Anyway, so I printed them all up, blew every penny I had on it, yeah. put them in this big sort of box and sent them off to DDB. And, uh, you know, and then just basically sat in my studio praying. Weird. <laughs> and that, I, I, so the line is, uh, the new be- Beatle, fun on the outside, serious underneath. So it's, it's a brilliant concept that there's a there's an outline of the, the shape of the Beatle in the middle and all around it is a sort of funny, silly colourful thing and then an inside is something exactly know, it was a paint, paint by numbers yeah. on the outside and I think there's a, I can't remember it's a very famous picture that they managed to get okay. the copyright and then the first one is uh, it's Desperate Dan is it the cartoon yes. yeah, and then yeah, underneath yeah. is a sort of bit from, from the a, dandy from the newspaper from the times yeah and so the thing was just we want to shoot it all for real so this this was, was thing. So, say, so I got the call they said Mark thinks it's great we're on I was like oh my god you know so I was absolutely ecstatic and he's like I want to do everything for real everything has got to be shot all shot so we shot the whole thing on 10 8 transparency film brilliant um, you know proper old school everything was in camera so how did you make mo- was it yeah yeah model? so we had all these all these cut out and sort of proed up so that they were all right so you know the, the actual thing was probably you know probably about 10 inches across oh, okay. and the ring was blown up but we also had the proper grain in the paper right for the for the uh, the comic we had this the proper sort of paper that the times was printed on they said snakes and ladders and then a sort of very serious black and white crossword in the middle i mean they're just, they're they're brilliant posters because they're like so simple you know they they absolutely salute that line brilliantly and you just want to see more and the cut more. line is that is nice yeah and we just we got the shadow just right we just get yeah. it all coming in around the edges Did just you do... the depth it was all just yeah you know, i had little things inside that we raised up and down so we yeah. found just the right depth of shadow did you do more than these um because i've i think we've got four here no it's only there was four 
I don't yeah, know, so I imagine was, like you might have had like shitloads, and then you just picked the best ones. No, no, there were only four, and we did we did them in portrait as well. And I, th- I think we we had obviously had to reshoot them all, for, you know. So it was like, from what I mean, we they're quite beautiful. This before. one, it's got the sort of um, the kind of fur pattern, and then the pinstripes. I mean, if you just took the end off, that's like a really, it's just a really beautiful. Yeah, nice. I mean, they're, they're really simple mm. shots. They were. It's technically harder to execute than they look, <laughs> particularly with Justin driving the uh, art direction, who's yeah. a very demanding. Yes, uh, you know and, we had Justin on. We're going to talk about him again later on. Yeah, but I uh, very skilled. You're skilled at the craft, and you know he knows exactly what he wants, and it's got to be exactly like that. So, do you remember it going out onto the streets? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they give you a list was, of, the, of the places where. Oh it was, yeah, I went so down. Go pi- I've got pictures of me stood underneath it, you Brilliant. know, jumping around like an idiot. Um, yeah, it? it was fantastic. We went on to be, I think, the most awarded campaign in the world that year. Wow, Jesus. Um, that's quite a start. And got yeah, and got me noticed in New York. Wow. So like, it was incredible at the time. You so know. so was was that campaign a, a seminal moment for you in your? photography in advertising then. oh yeah your, absolutely I mean, it, was, it, it was like suddenly people from new york were ringing me up right i also got a really heavyweight agent on the back of it not the agent i'm with now but um but yeah so like i was mm. getting it was really really great you know? it's great it's great work though i mean you know it deserves deserves all the awards and it's a nice um it's a very nice start i imagine uh, and how did you get to that point? So you know, obviously we got the the Wales. What, what was your background? So you studied at Dulwich. Yeah, well, I was at Dulwich College for a very small amount of time. Um, for I basically went there and did this is my three years here on LinkedIn. GCSEs. Yeah, uh, it was three years, and I got kicked out. Oh, <laughs> that gives everyone hope who's been currently yeah, kicked out. Um, just well after my GCSEs, and um, did you set the school on fire or something? I didn't know it wasn't no. anything spectacularly, no. sadly. It was just a sort of very slow burn of just being a bit of a pain in the ass. I think. And I just decided <laughs> that, you know what, we don't need him here. He's not going to bring us any kind of glory at the school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't do sport. I was pretty average. So how old were you when you went? Uh, I was 16 and a half, 17. And did you go straight into photography? Yeah. Did yeah. Really? Basically, I, I went, right, screw you. School and we, but were you always into it at school? Was it? A, I did it. it I was in a photography and, club, but right. if I'm honest, it was more because you could lock the doors and have a fag in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was still quite fun. You know, I learned yeah. how to develop black and white, and, but yeah. that mostly we were just smoking in there while we were right. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> smoking club. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. A bit of um, but yeah, no. So I basically, um, a sort of potted version. I, my parents were like, "Well, what are you going to do?" So my dad said, you've got a weekend to think about it. So I came back on the Monday morning. I had a good think. I said, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a record producer. <laughs> and my dad pretty much almost laughed in my face. And I was well, not very supportive. And he went, I'm, you know, you can't play an instrument. You've shown no interest. It's not like music. He said, yeah. you need more than that. I said, no, no, I found a course. He said, I'm going to stop you right there. Does it cost anything? Right. Oh, <laughs> and I went, well, it's a couple of grand. You went, it's not happening. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what's happening. You're going to get a job. So I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, I, I went down to the job centre near where he, he worked and um, I ended up getting a job as a trainee corporate financier, which <laughs> I lasted about two and a half, three weeks. Right. Where I just thought, I can't this see is awful. Like, and I was in a suit, you know, I looked about Fuck. 12 in this weird suit. <laughs> Oversized suit. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. like a suit from Next. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I quit that, but I didn't tell my parents. Right. So I, see, I ended cheap. up. I ended up sort of sitting around my well, one of my best friends' houses, who had very young parents who were quite successful. They were quite successful design consultancy, and his mum was a um, quite big in PR. And they were really young, so they were only 30, 31, right, like six, right. seventeen. Um, and I was just, oh god, I don't know what I'm going to do. And one of them said, oh, well, I work with this photographer. Uh, this guy called Gareth, and um, you know, he's looking for a new assistant. And I went, mm. oh, that sounds all right. So I went along, had an interview with him. And he said, well, help me move studio. I said, we get on. We did. And then he offered me the job as an assistant. Um, and for the first time in my life, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, and I absolutely loved it. And right. we worked ridiculously. I mean, he used to work like every day. And we would shoot, you know, till 9, 10 at night. Really? Um, You're learning on the job, though? Yeah. Yeah, really? absolutely. Well, you, I suppose you already knew a bit, right? Yeah, I mean, I knew a tiny bit. I didn't know. Mm. I mean, I could basically, back then, it was quite easy. Well, not easy, but if you could load film, you could... Right. exist in the world you know right. so like he had a first assistant and yeah. basically I would load the Hasselblad backs and I'd load the 5.4 and the 10.8 film and as long as you could do that and manage log it all you just sort of were in the background and then gradually his first assistant left I moved up um, but yeah but I was just became obsessed with it it was brilliant Was that one of those sliding doors moments having totally. a conversation with your friend's parents and Absolutely. then all of a sudden yeah, yeah. there's an opportunity I mean, it was, which I mean, changed your entire career path completely I mean God knows what I'd be doing now, if I hadn't producing records for Beyonce, yeah, I, yeah. I think we both know that's that. not true. <laughs> well, I'll be sweeping um, the streets, so I expect. Well, we it's a good link to actually. You have been um, incredibly successful as a photographer, and we're going to talk about uh, the work now, uh, a bit more officially, a bit more in depth, and. We've got to start with your most recent stuff uh, for B&Q, which is currently adorning uh, poster sites up and down the country. Is this going to affect you quite badly, Hugh? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's the timeline. It's we're going out of awful. order for him. He's going to start shaking. Right, probably start right. tapping his foot again. And then I, I actually no. was going to write to him. going to sweat. Are you okay if I change the timeline? <laughs> no, I thought I'd just go straight in. So we're not going chronologically. Does no. That, like, for the first time, with you, with yeah, what are we, 55 days. episodes in? Yeah, this sorry, is going to be the... Well, you know, I'll just start reaching for my water if I need to. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about going in at the most recent and then just talking about generally about the whole experience because you also did uh, the previous campaign uh, which featured in our best of 2022 which was high praise obviously yes no I did sure see that, yeah. um, so I suppose if you could just paint a picture of us a little bit go back to the previous campaign and then bring us up to date about how you got in how, how you're brought in by Uncommon to shoot it must have been quite a tough gig, that, because they had just done all of this amazing launch stuff, which we've featured, you know, like, which featuring hammers and nails. Yeah, and like, I mean, I loved that. Yeah, I mean, that we, was... we, everyone loved it. And you're thinking, you go, right, where's it going to go next? And then fucking out of nowhere, there's kind of, these kind of, what well, I could album cover worthy shit. They're amazing. Tell, tell us how it happened. Yeah, well, but I mean, basically, I got the call. We talked to them about some other stuff. Like right. initially, when they, you know, they'd had some other, I think, campaigns that we, we, I, I had spoken to them about, um, before they did the hammer stuff, and it just never got to fruition. I think it sort of, it, it was, it was interesting, but they just sort of moved it all in a different direction, and we didn't hear anything. And then that all came out, and I was like, oh man, I would have loved to have shot that. Were those shots? Yeah, or I think yeah. they were shots. They I think so. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. they were. But it was amazing. I mean, it was, you know, I thought, God, that's great. You know, that's real proper old school posters. Yeah, that's just amazing. The line and a really great image. And and there was like loads of them and they were all brilliant. And brilliantly branded as yeah, well. Yeah, it was just fantastic. And then, you know, 
I think about a year later. I mean, they did some other stuff with the flowers. Mm. Yeah, the, we, oh, that's good. We'll grow again. Yeah, yeah, it's which good, was really a pandemic nice. vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I think Dan Tobin Smith shot those. Um, yes, I remember. I forgot about them. Yeah, but um, but then you know, my agent just got this call. And she said, "Oh my god!" She said, "I've got some amazing layouts for you. Like <laughs> get in front of a computer now." And I was like, "Okay, okay." And they came in. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic!" And what were were they sketches? Were they, they were just sketches, just black right. and white sketches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Then they obviously get they get worked up. Yeah. I mean, there is that theory, is it? We're, we're like, you know, back in the day, you know, I've had stuff on the back of a napkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, going a long way back. And yeah. it's brilliant because, but now sometimes everything gets worked up. So, so, so up. It's, you're looking at it and like think, well, photoshopped up. Yeah. You're yeah, like, what, what do you want me to do? So <laughs> well, I can it... make it a bit better, you know, yeah. like, hopefully a lot better. But like, you do think, wow, this is pretty yeah. worked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, would, they would just sketched out like this. Um, and it was obviously there's, there's the one with the paint pouring off the phone, and then we had the um, the flowers growing out, and then um, of the phone reserve and yeah. the wallpaper. Yeah, the brilliant. But what I loved and what was brilliant is that before I'd even had a chance to say it, because obviously it's what you always want to do. It's like we want to make these for real. Mm. Right. We want to build models and do it properly. Right. old school style and yeah. you were like oh my god this just gets better and thank better you this yeah. Job. yeah literally <laughs> I love you guys so much so how did you <laughs> even more than I loved you before so you made that I'm looking at the telephone with blue paint dripping off it in a surreal fashion on all over the bottom of the poster how did you make that it's it's the phone is probably about two foot by right. a foot and then it was it's all model made so the paint itself is actually solid cast Fuck. resin yeah oh it's brilliant um, and it's all supported underneath and then we i just had to light it in a way and reflective and reflective so you've got yeah the... exactly so you get Jeez. the things and it, you know and then you basically just light it beautifully so that you make it look like it's lit and who is I'm intrigued to know who is your model maker oh, he's an amazing guy called Ben Miller Miller, Miller models. Credit. It's a shameless plug for you, Ben. <laughs> I do, I, I'm pretty much like most producers in most agencies know exactly who he is. And is he your go-to guy? For, yeah. Can yeah. I do... mean, there aren't that many model makers left. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, he's definitely he's the go-to guy. I mean, he's, he is amazing. And so did you... So that's one shot? It's... In theory? It, yeah, well, no, it was it was one shot. With the, with, there was adjustments made to the puddle... Where we initially had it, we sort of expanded it slightly in post to fit the formats and stuff. Um, and I think we the logo in the corner we put in the post, reflect, yeah. Reflective. Reflection was put in, in post, yeah. It was just it? there's all these little things, you know, you create you create these incredible images and then it goes back to the agency and then all the amazing people at Uncommon, Nielsen, all his incredible gang just yeah. Add little bits that just to make a it tweak, a bit better yeah. and a bit better yeah. until you go, oh my god, that yeah. looks, you know. And, and where we does, it, does that exist somewhere now, or has it been? Ben's chucked? got it. Ben's still got it. Yeah, he'll oh, keep that one. I mean, he he has so many amazing things, and he has his workshop. He's got a warehouse. He's got full a, of... almost a warehouse full of stuff. So he said, he, I can't keep everything forever, but the ones that he really likes, he keeps. And was it the same on the wallpaper cascading out of the? Yeah, that phone is made in pro to an actual roll of wallpaper, so it was. You know, a foot and a half, two foot wide, and four Did foot. Did you? Tight. So I've just thought of something. So go back to the classic agency conversation. Obviously, the background is going to be orange because it's branded for yeah. being cute. Did people go right? What color paint are we going to do? Is it blue? Is it red? Is Absolutely. It green. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, did yeah. you get to blue? I mean, it works brilliantly. Blue. I think came from them. 
they just had a really long conversation about it and basically settled on, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with blue. Blue looks, I mean... No, I was going to say, because they all, there's a, I suppose... There's a lot, you know, as I'm sure you've all been in the pre-pro meetings on jobs like this, there was a lot of discussion about wallpaper. We had loads of different options. wallpaper, yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the considerations, you, you know, obviously having to choose from what's available within the shop yeah. as well. They have got a pretty amazing range legit, of wallpaper. It? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember um, my old art director used to call it the... Uh, wooden spoon silver spoon debate so they we'd sort of be saying well you can't really see the spoon yeah but you know if you want to debate it you know it could be wooden or silver and it just became like mental like half an hour later you still decided and it's not even in fucking shot <laughs> i know i've had some ridiculous but it's, it's conversations. Pour, pouring over those tiny details is part of the joy of of yeah. doing it isn't it it is i mean i can see weirdly i think the blue paint stands out because of its it's so powerful as a graphic image and it's so um I love the juxtaposition of those. The other two are great, but they the colours of the product have sort of yellowy orangey hues in them, which mean they blend nicely, not not in a bad way. Whereas that is just it's so bold, isn't so it? I mean it's super crazy. bold. I mean, always when you have two very, you know, primary contrasting colours like that, it's always gonna be super eye catching. Yeah. I mean there was a lot of debate about the tones that we would use in the wallpaper and stuff like that. And I mean I, I like the way that they're slightly more complimentary. Yeah, so yeah, they don't, because I think it it would become what, what the whole balance was trying to find something where you still see the phone, not yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's that little yeah. thing you're like, oh, "What's going on here?" You know, it's like, but you still got to get the idea that the phone is in there. And, you know, I mean, sometimes it you know, they could be a bit overpowering. Uh, what I love about it is it's it was such a it's so hard that first campaign. It was so good when talking about the very first one. Yeah, um, to, to try and emulate it would be ridiculous because you can't so you this has gone so far the other way it's a, a dot-com idea so it's to do with the phone and it's so bright and out there and i kind of it really stopped me because i was looking you know we're always looking for the good posters and the good billboards and we both went fucking oh, have you seen that and then you just have that tiny beat going what do you think and you go i think it's amazing yeah. but it's because you also have to go here and it's that thing i, I can't remember he said it about the reward to yeah. get the dot-com because you go what the fuck's that about Paint come out of a phone, eh? And then you go beingcute.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, oh that. and then, then you go back in and look at it again. And whereas the other ones, I suppose it was, uh, it's a good tired and it'd be a spade. And you go BQ and you go, oh, yeah, I got it. But it's yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a big story behind that, a narrative about he's in the garden for half an hour and then he came out a cup of tea, went back out, you know. Yeah. Whereas this feels more. This is just a, just a click away. Yeah. Yeah. Dynamic. Changes isn't it? a click away. Yeah. I mean, it's. Did you <coughs> have other ones um, in the series again, or was it just these three you were given? These are the only three that I got. I think there might have, there might have been some slight alternate versions. Um, I know they went through. Loads, I'd imagine. I mean, there's all sorts of ones that were. Did you have a debate about the bumblebee as well, or not? Uh, not really. No. I mean, we shot it, and yeah. we. I mean, tried it with and tried it without. Um, yeah. I think it was. You know, it's nice. It's just that little extra touch. And that was a model as well. Bumblebee. It was a real bee. A real bee. Real bee. Oh, not a live bee. Right. Okay. Yeah. No <laughs> bees were killed. But no, but I mean, it was dead already. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's, um, it's a spectacular campaign. I mean, um, yeah, you must have been, well, you, everyone must have been very pleased when he did it, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I think they, I, I was super pleased with it. I think the clients loved it. The agency were really pleased. It's, yeah. You know, it's gone down very well. We um, should, um, should we move on to the new one? Yes. So, again, so you've done a good job on that. And then, 
Did they say we'll be back, or did you know that they'd be coming back? Round I didn't for know. A the second? Cl- I hoped they would. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I think the clients were very pleased with it and had a very great response. So I was kind of hoping that you know, surely they'll do another one. You know, because I mean, but then obviously you've got well, what do we do now? Yeah. Um. So I know they did have a lot of iterations and ideas and things that were bounced backwards and forwards and like some, you know, I, don't, I think it, it obviously it takes longer because you've got something to measure it against. Yeah. You know, it's. So they really wanted them to be sort of right. And obviously it's a slightly different, you know, they were going for this more outdoor yes. um, sort of garden-based stuff. I mean, I've immediately resonated with the, a bit, the blue again. I don't it's know the I'm blue. And it's, I mean, it does, it and just... The, is it a tit, that? A, yeah, it's a great tit. A great tit. And there's going to be no sniggering <laughs> at all. Um, I was going to put that on Instagram. I thought, oh, I'm going to write that. And then people are going to go, oh. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought I'd call it a kingfisher, but it's... No, it's not, not a kingfisher. kingfisher. Um, uh, but it's it again. It's a great image. It's a phone with a sort of a pond-like ripple on it, and then the, and the birds on the edge, and it says gardens easier with one hour click and collect. You can do it being cute. So I suppose it is taking the campaign on a, a bit, isn't it? It's going. Yeah. It's online, but it's gardens. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. I think you know. Obviously, they they've decided the client that that's the bit they want to push. Yeah. So now they've got to you know translate that into the campaign and, idea. and was it the same process models yeah for yeah, models. models yeah i mean it was a little bit more involved now obviously because on the on the sausage we had the complicated bit of this was trying to wrap our heads Sorry. around Sorry. getting the scale right yeah because the scale because you're introducing real life things like as in the coals they're a sort of fixed size yeah but then you want them to be big enough underneath the grill so me and Ben had, you know, quite an in-depth conversation about exactly how big we felt the grill and the phone needed to be. Yeah. So that we could then shoot a barbecue outside yeah. that was separate but sort of scaled in the same size. So right. pro. So then we okay. could in post. Because what we didn't want is to sort of blow them up and down. Yeah. And then suddenly you look at and it and think, disproportionate. Yeah, exactly. And then did you have a long debate about the size of the sausage should it be a director's should it be um, oh yeah yeah there was a lot of size of sausage what it was going to look like how many grill bits would be on there Um, and it's a little splash is that ketchup or is that um, it's ketchup it is ketchup yeah it's ketchup it's good yeah it's really lovely mate I mean you must be I know we talked about it but it's a it really is a well it's like we talked at the front of the show it is Like the posters we love and the billboards we love. Exactly, yeah. I mean, as a photographer, it's all you ever want. Mm. It's just one bloody great... Mm. Can I tell you my favourite bit about your sausage? Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's got to that. Do tell me. Um, It's the fact that the grill lines line up with the sausage grill lines. Yeah. Well, there was was much discussion about that. That was important. It's just been turned. It's got to look like it's just been flipped over. Yeah. But, the, but I suppose you know, getting, the, get, getting the glow just right on the sausage as yeah. well, so that it yeah, feels yeah, like it's actually yeah. on there. So yeah, when, it, when it came over, I'm always intrigued by this, you know, it's, and it's with creative teams showing creative director stuff, people going to a digital out-of-home company or to you. You know, sometimes you find something and it's, look, it's quite basic, but it's the idea. And other times it'll be finished to fuck. I mean, do you... I imagine you prefer stuff not too finished so you can put a bit more of your mark on it or is, is it's it... It's better when it's not too finished when the initial kind of drawings and stuff because you, what can happen is that the clients get incredibly wedded to mm. it as a visual. Yeah. And you, yeah. It starts to narrow any 
sort of nuance. In nuance, or, or yeah. just or just like where you in your head you might want to take it. Yeah. And I've had that happen where you go, yeah, yeah, and everyone goes, no, it's better. And the client, oh, yeah, but we like that. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's been stuck on their wall. In we the want the mood films, you know. So I I prefer it when it's not because and also there's a you know it harks back to the old days of film where if it's just a drawing because everyone's used to being being worked up so much these days there's much more of a wow factor when you show them the initial shot that you've done yeah you know it used to be great you know because you used to work to a polaroid which Mm. looked shit Mm. yeah right but you go no 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 it's gonna look great so when you finally get the film back touch wood you've done an okay job you put it on the light box and everyone goes oh my god that's amazing because it's the first time i've actually seen it with color and yeah reality you know so i mean i think yeah, right. Because when you when you put a deck together or a presentation, you can fuck around with filters and bring colours yeah, yeah, up yeah. and down and I do, mean, you can do play... things which are completely unachievable. And then a client sees the real thing and they go, "All oh, right." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it? the curtain's been lifted already. A bit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. I think I prefer a, right. a more simple vision. Time for a drink, um, Carlsberg. Yes. Uh, this one of two drinks we're going to have today. Uh, we're going to save the four X for later. Tell us a bit about Carlsberg, James. Uh, yeah, this is for Fold 7. Um, and I think this was the first campaign they did where they lost the classic uh, old Carlsberg line. What, probably thing? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So like, did the, the, for the first time they were like, right, we need to go in a completely different direction. Um, and this was what they came up with. I think it was all done, this was quite closely linked to a film that they'd done with... Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, yes. Yeah, you remember he's on yeah. a bicycle. Oh, he's yeah, on yeah. that bike, actually. Really? Um, yeah. And what's the line? It says, so balanced, so Danish. Was that yeah, across? I mean, the whole idea is about, I think they were getting back to their Danish heritage. It was mm. all about, you know, what's, you know, they, they dug back into the whole, what makes it. Was it a great. new variant? Well, this, this, they decided, this isn't the classic, this was, I think, a premium one, yeah. which I think they just bought out and they just decided... That this was what they wanted to sort of star mm. in in the, in the new sort of it's more of a rebrand for them really mm. rather than a specific product. Um, so yeah, they, they 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 sort of did this whole thing where they looked back to the Danish roots of it, and you know they had all this sort of information about how at the forefront of beer brewing the Danes had always yeah. been, and like you know, so it was all about making it sort of quintessentially Danish. Yes, no, it's got a lovely sort of tone to it. I mean, was that? Again, was that their brief to you, or did you sort of bring that this kind of very well, muted? I, yeah, I just said I think it just needs to feel really clean, you know, in that mm. kind of very Danish way where there's like everything's uncluttered, it sort of cuts through. Mm. You know, we just want it to just be beautifully lit, but no, you know, no, no hard shadows and stuff in this. I mean, we talked about that, yeah, you because know, I think the client, having looked at some of my work, was a bit, oh, I don't know, you know, and I was right. so I had to, you know, had to do that. No, 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 we can go a different route. I think it's not right, you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, and to the agency's credit, they sort of pushed me as well. Um, yeah, no, um, they're beautiful. They're really amazing. Yeah, no, it's nice. And once again, it's that lovely forty-eight sheet thing where it's yeah. just. I really a like really that nice chair, picture. by the way. I yeah, mind it is nice. Those. They're very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also bloody hard to get hold of. I think we had a real problem getting one into. Yeah, you know, we just couldn't. You know, obviously they wanted the right color as well, and the yeah the upholstering needed to be right. And you didn't? Did you buy it or rent it? I think we bought it. Who got it? I don't know who got it. <laughs> I I know, it definitely it, yeah. wasn't me. It went back to the agency. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, that, it may well be in their uh, reception. That's always a thing on a shoot. I remember creatives, they can get their hands on stuff pretty sharpish. Uh, yeah, and then the last one's uh, just a beer. Yeah. It looks pretty good, that. Exactly. Quite 
Tuesday morning. Thirst inducing. Tastefully Danish. Um, we're going to go a bit more in depth again back to um, Justin and Adam. We're going to talk about Harvey Nichols. Yes. You've, you've done a lot of um, Harvey Nichols. I was doing a bit more looking around your stuff. Um, you've done stuff for Harvey Nichols Dubai yes. as well. And somewhere else with the dolls. Well, was that in... That was Dubai in, as well. Was actually, that Dubai yeah, as well? Yeah. And one of them won really big at Cannes, I think. Yeah, there was, there was one. bought this, bought this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you've, you're obviously pretty familiar um, with the brand, but this would this have been at the beginning? Because this, this is, is the first one. The that calendar. This, yeah, is the this is calendar the calendar. Okay. One. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, you'd, but you'd already worked with Justin and Adam. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I, I mean, they, they've been, you know, very present in my career. <laughs> we could have had them <laughs> in know, together. So, yeah. Mind you, I suppose we've done Justin. We're only we're only short of Adam Tucker now. I we'll have to probably get Adam back. <laughs> have to get him in. Um, to, so talk us through this because. Like Dan said, you probably would have already worked with them on the tourist, the Welsh tourist board. Yeah, did that. Um, I, did I, you? I presume we, they're easy to work with. You just slot yeah, back really into easy. the crew. I mean, we got on really well. I mean, right. you know, we kind of grew up together a bit. I mean, I sort of, I think FCA was the first sort of proper agency that they'd worked at. They did work somewhere else before, and they got there, and I just got called in. I actually started. I did a few little jobs for the the creative directors. Uh, with Sean McElrath and Ian Harding. Yes. Um, and on the back of that, they saw a few bits and bobs and they I, I just started doing a few little things for them. And then we grew up and then did the Welsh Tourist Board stuff. Right. Um, but I just got on really well with Justin Adam. You know, it was back in the days where we would yeah. go out quite a lot. Yeah, you know, We were yeah. in our 20s and, you know, there was a lot of drinking and lots of lunches. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Good we days. just got on really, really well. And... You know, and Justin, or both of them, all, you know, just really loyal, but also hopefully knew that I could do a good job. Um, and we just sort of came up together and incrementally got to work. You know, I got to work on better and better clients as their career project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did you, when they sent it, because we were really interested on this, how it evolved. And Justin told us the story about the truth behind the idea was actually the account woman said to them, <laughs> she went on a diet or something. Didn't she? Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she starved herself for a month to get. To enough buy money, yeah, yeah. So they went, what? And they didn't, yeah, yeah. And the, so that was a real truth. Which it was thought, a great insight. It yeah. was a really good insight. Beans then, on toast every night for a month or so. <laughs> yeah, one of them. And so then, yeah. Did they, you get it sent to you again like this, or did you have a phone call with Justin and he was going, look, it's a calendar idea? How did it sort of? No, evolve? He, I mean, they, their stuff comes pretty fully formed, really. You know, right, yeah. where, but I think they finesse it and discuss it and work on it until it is absolutely the best that they think it can be. And then they think, right, who's going to do the best right. job to take the pictures? Right. So um, you get a layout of pretty much. So I'm looking yeah, at it was it was it was a sketch, you know, it was January. fairly yeah yeah. But um, what? Do, so then, did you did you decide right? I'm going to shoot thirty different plates of beans instead of one because I suppose the lazy well, that, was, that was that was what had to be. Right. Justin was super zipped. He said the only way this works is every shot's got to be different. So from an actual production point of view, right. your heart sinks a little bit, especially <laughs> when they tell you, we've got no money. Oh. <laughs> they had a bit of money, but that was always a deal with Harvey Nichols. It's like, oh, no, I'm thinking three, so you're looking at 120 shots, really? Yeah. yeah. For, for no money? Yeah, yeah. So like, but you're thinking, okay, but then I also need post on all of them, they need grading, they need, I'm like, oh. so, so obviously I called it, we all called in a lot of favours. So talk me through how you approached it. Well, we just basically had to work out how how we're going to do all of it. I mean, but I did I did the the still life shots I shot separately in my studio. So like we had a day doing what, that. These so, shots? Yeah. So in the corner you've got the first of the month is 
the amazing it's the amazing you know Harvey the Louboutin Nichols. shoes or the Chanel handbags or what I think yeah it's the thing that the person wants yeah and Justin wanted that lit I remember him saying to me he said it's got to be lit like it's in a shop like there's a spotlight you know he said you're in there and there's a spotlight over the top and it's like oh my god duh, you know that kind of you know an incredible I'll, shot and he I'll said but then I want the rest of it to have a slightly more grungy you know, like like you're feeling the deprivation that they're putting themselves and their pets through, and like it was user generated as well. So yeah, like a little bit more. Yeah, it didn't less less polished. Yeah. It's like like yeah. it's in the moment. Yeah, and you're living this depressing. So did thirty you, days. <laughs> so you shot the hero shot of the Harvinix product as you're kind of like you put quite a lot of energy into that. I mean, you yeah. get energy to all of it, but then like you're going shit. Now I'm going to shoot twenty nine beans on toast. Yeah. So what well, did you do? Well, we had to work because also we'd, we, you know, we, you've got locations and sets, so we had to work out well, how the hell are we going to do it. Um, so we basically we hired a house, <laughs> right? Right. So we would have like a kitchen floor, we'd have a, have a dining room table, we'd have like all these little locations which we could have like had assistants setting stuff up basically, all at the studio, same yeah, time, yeah. Yeah. all in one house. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's pretty well. So you had the toilet. So in the toilet, so in the loo, people it, were wiping their bottom with the telephone directory. Yes, yeah, which updates it a little bit as well. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, was say. I don't know what you use now, the Metro. Um, and then you got the beans on toast. Yeah, so beans on so, toast every or, day. So again, did Justin have need to check every? Because I noticed the beans. There's no stray bean edge. They're all on the toast. You know, like sometimes when you serve it up and there's like a. As a yeah, of I mean, I don't, I don't know if we sort of thought quite into that. I mean, because it was obviously there's, a, we were on a production line. It was like we've got, I had a home economist making plates of beans, and they were bringing them got, out, and the crew were the, getting a beans on toast. Everyone had, you know, I was going to say, <laughs> a little bit. Well, were know? they warm or were they cold? They were probably cold at points. Yeah. I think because we were making them like, and then we were swapping one in, one out, just slightly moving the, you know. So there's a continuity, but yeah. enough that you know that there's a difference. Now, now we know there's a story about the cat. There's the stuffed cat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we never knew it was a stuffed cat, did we? No, I know. I mean, it, it, the guy it was incredible, um, but really weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's us, an odd chap. Tell us, talk us through it. Is this your cat guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think Justin sort of uh, uh, chatted about it, didn't he? But yeah, I mean, literally, he called up. And, you know, it's like, well, what what cat do you want? I've got like a fruit. You know, you can have this. So anyway, we settled on this ginger tabby, um, and I can remember him coming through, and he just had it under his arm. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. He said, look, it's all like fully poseable. So he's just bending it. He's got an arm like this, and like, yeah. And what you? But did you think you were going to get a real one? I think we. I knew we weren't going to get a real one because there's no way. Because that was the other dilemma. How the hell am I going to get a cat? do this 30 times but I've only got an hour and a half to shoot this <laughs> no but some people would have done that so when when did you work out you wouldn't have been able to do it I mean that was a little we worked out I mean I remember talking to my agent and to various people and she was like well why don't we just get a stuffed one yeah. and I'm always really trepidant of stuffed and she's like yeah but you're only going to see the top of its head and it worked amazingly it was an absolute genius I've got to say even looking now that looks like a real cat yeah it was, well, it was a real cat. It once. was, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it was. Yes, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. That's a real cat. It was, yeah. But it was. It worked brilliantly because it just meant that we could just keep the same setup and move the cat around, and we had the whole thing shot in about forty-five minutes. We did. Um, we did a shoot with real cats and dogs for Purina cat and dog food campaign, and it was. It had to be perfectly looping, so they had to kind of walk into shot, sit at the right point, walk yeah, off, yeah, and, yeah. and so there was a perfect loop all the time. And it got really complicated, and a one-day shoot turned into a five-day shoot very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah, I mean that's um, it. That's what we just couldn't. And I mean, these cats are am- amazingly trained, but 
but when still. they decide not to work, yeah, that's it. You're done. Yeah, it's like this. babies. <laughs> yeah. you, need, you always need two, preferably three. Yeah, because once they've done, they're done. <laughs> I mean, we, it's, it's such a brilliant campaign. Again, like the VW, it, it won all the shows, and I remember it was one of the campaigns I sort of. Yeah, you know those ones that are really seminal. You think that that's why that's why I want to do this job, you know, because yeah. it's just so revered. Yeah, and then when you hear about it from Justin and yourself, and you just think the the level of thought and craft, both at the, the idea level and the you know the photography and everything, and like a stuffed cat and all that. But I love those moments on set when like the cat arrives. Talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent's here, guys. Yeah, yeah. And the arms. It was like, like wow. arms above its head, or it's like <laughs> yeah. you know he puts it, it into a funny really pose weird. for you. Yeah, it's, it's why you do it, really. Yeah. So we're going to move on um, to The Guardian. <clears throat> and I'm going to have to ask, I'm, I know this is a model. Um, we're looking at uh, someone's bottom. Yes. Uh, it's, it's quite sort of, um, quite rude, a lot of this podcast, but in a very sort of gentle. In Scottish. Tits, sausages and bottoms. You should title it that. Behind the tits, sausages and bottoms with James Day. So it's The Guardian. I, again, a campaign really loved, and it was... It seemed like uh, just a never-ending series of topical ads because yeah. it's just like an event. Well, that's exactly and what it was. Loves you know, that. Yeah. They have one thing. Yeah. This is what this week we want the thing to be about. Off Bosh, you go. Do it. Yeah. And I, so we could talk about a few, but I think this is the one uh, you mentioned would be quite interesting. And um, the title says "The Return of Rattan. Rattan." Yeah. So I had to ask my wife about this last night because I'm so thick. So what is Rattan? Rattan are kind of like. Bamboo you know, chairs, furniture. Yeah, it's furniture, but they're, they're, they're conservatory furniture. Yeah. Or, right, but they're made, you know those ones are sort of made of bamboo, so they're, they're sort of yeah. hard to describe. But you can see all the links. Okay. They're kind of woven. Yes, in a sort, and right. it creates like a hard sort of. So did you? Because what we're looking at is that pattern imprinted on somebody's flesh. Yes, um, a quite curvaceous person's flesh here. Uh, it's and it's great. It's really it's a brilliant shot. Yeah. Um, Again, did it arrive fully formed? It uh, was pretty fully formed. It was for Justin again. Oh, okay. I know. Right, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was in a period where I was just doing. We, you know, yeah. he was just coming out with some fantastic Speed stuff. Speed up, Bosch. Yeah, and then we would work a lot. So together. tell us how. Because again, not always though. No, no. I used to get quite pissed off because he gave some great jobs Ooh. to other people. <laughs> oh yeah. You got to remember those. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm. You know, I've got to mix it up. Yeah, I've got to mix it up. I'm not just work with you. I'm like, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want me to do the next one. Yeah. Um. So I. Well, this um, was the, what was fun with How this, did you do this? He, he said, he said, I just want it to be like stunning, like an Irving Penn picture or like a, you know, that beautiful black and white. And then you're like, oh, what's, there's, there's the imprint on their bottom of that they've sat in the chair. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, amazing. We could do that. So, so we did a, get a casting and, you know, there was lots of discussion about what sort of figure and like, you know, what sort of, you know, would, would make the best impression. Um, so we settled on this sort of slightly curvy girl. And we had two girls, so they weren't quite sure which the client was, wasn't quite sure. So we had two slightly different figures. Um, so anyway, so we get to the shoot down, had it all lit beautifully. I'd done some sort of tests on one of my assistants, um, not naked, like, but anyway, it, it was all looking really nice. So we got the girls in and and right they they arrived at about, I don't know, probably like about 10, 10, 30. And obviously up to this point, it had all just been, well, it will work, won't it? And I said, well, you know, why, yeah, of course it will. But yeah, and, and so we said, well, why don't we just test it? So like, so we sort of got them to sit in oh, no. in the chair, right? Sit in the chair. Do not move. Right, sit in the, right, and then, no. Well, well yeah. sitting you, you, two, you two, obviously, seeing the potential risk. I didn't see any of this, and neither did Justin. Oh, now I'm feeling really so we, worried. So we sat them in the chair. I went, yeah, yeah, it looks incredible. 
Um, and we also had a couple of chairs. So we weren't sure which one. So we got one girl to sit in one chair, one girl to sit in the other chair. Now we liked, okay, well, we liked the things from that chair. But we got up and then they were like, okay, so we sort of stand on discussing it. And then they sort of faded a bit. And then it was like, and I said, oh, well, then, okay, well, let's go again. Of course, the minute she sits down, stands up, you've got a double image. Oh, right? no. And then, I, and then I was like, oh, okay. Shit. Right. So then I'm like, we're going to have to wait for it to fade. Okay, so we're waiting. So they obviously they've got. So we get we give them some dressing gowns. Were they? So they were sitting in the chair naked. Yes. So they sat in the chair naked, and then they get out of the chair and they stand in front of the camera. And we took a Polaroid, and we're like, perfect. That looks great. Brilliant. Okay, but we need them both to have the same imprints. Okay, guys, that's lunch. We'll see you in three hours. Oh, well, worse than that. (laughs) So like, so anyway, we'll let it fade. We need to redo it. We've got to let it fade. A couple of hours go by. You know, and we're doing this slightly thing where we can, we need to just have a quick look at your bottom right, <laughs> to see. Really to see. And I'm like, and after two hours, right then, I'm like, we looked. It's faded a bit. It hasn't faded much. But then I had a bit, and I went, ah, oh, hang on a minute. The texture of the dressing gown is also oh, appearing no. over the top. Oh no! Oh no! So then, these poor girls basically had to stand up for about six and a half hours. Oh, joking! Right, they we couldn't they couldn't sit down. Couldn't they sit we're just on a flat surface? Yeah, we just we couldn't risk it because it was we were so panicking. James is so mean. I know. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I was panicking slightly, thinking, "God, what you know?" And and they were so lovely. I mean, they were like, "Look, it's fine. Don't worry." I said, "Look, I'm so sorry. I, I've really never done this before. Stupid yeah. of me to get you to sit down." I'm in a the professional first photographer. Place. Yeah, I work so with I stuff. Cats. They, they turn up at ten, and I think we did the shots at about six thirty, seven o'clock in the evening. Oh man! Where oh, we they God. finally it all faded back to nothing. And then, of course, once they sat in there, I took about 15 minutes to do this shot. You know, it was all lit perfectly. Just a but few then angle changes. Go back a bit, because there's something you said earlier, which sort of made an impression on me, impression, um, <laughs> is you would want slightly more fleshy body to show the imprint as well. Because if, if someone's too thin... You won't see it, will you? No, exactly. So we, that, we wanted again, to sl- you exactly that was it. We wanted to just slightly fleshy, but also like there's a there's a whole um, series that Irving Penn did of bottoms. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, and they and they were they were you know they were quite uh, okay. curvy. So that's what just quite a famous famous sort of period where he he just photographed. Right. I mean, because it has curious. that look about it. You look at it and you think it's such a beautiful image. It's beautifully crafted. Thank you for telling us the absolute pain behind it. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought you were going to say that. Um, so I thought you were going to say they were going to. They sat on the chair and then when he got up, their skin got caught. Oh no, on it. that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah, was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, thankfully there was no injury at okay, all. Okay, okay. Um, apart from them standing up for a very long time. I have time. to say that one. I think probably knocks all the other ones out. You did shoot a lot of other um, yeah. ones. There's the the football the geisha girl with the. St George's Cross, and then there was um, a pint with a gastro. Well, it was nice. Well, I think head. I think the, the the geisha and the butterflies and the rattan ones were the first right. ones I got into oh, really? DNA photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. In the book, which was you know super chuffed about. Mm. Yeah, they're great images. They're, they're brilliant. But that that matan, um, yeah. yeah. Unless you've got anything more exciting. No, to no, top no. The rest, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I mean, the top hat one was uh, the the chef's hat was. Funny. Sort of semi-Boddington's homage. Yeah, a little bit. Boddington's yeah. probably happening. I was trying to make it look as different to that as possible. It's good. <laughs> it's good again. A, a model make. A model yeah, once again. Yeah, we had it model made, and then and I had a model maker painting the foam all over the top. But like, great. So it's, was it? Was it say gastro pubs? Yeah. So it's a pint of 
uh, ale, but with a chef's hat in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. It's lovely. Right, okay. We're going to move on. I'm going to to have to stand up in a minute. My back is really stiff. So I'm going to just stand up and not stand. You choose your chair here as well. So you decided to sit there. I know, no, it's fine. I just have got a bit of a, I had a bit of a funny uh, sleep the other night and um, I won't go into it. (laughs) Bottoms are involved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just stand up for a minute. I'll let you two talk about Marmite for one sec. So yeah, well, it's another award-winning campaign, um, Marmite with Chili, um, which we, again, we did feature on the show a while ago. We just move on. Go down. You stand up. I'm sorry. Um, so can you tell us about this campaign and how you got involved in it and with the with the team and what was the... What yeah, well, this, this was for Adam and Eve. Um, and yeah, basically they came through. The initial sort of layouts I saw was the, the, um, the pot itself. Okay. And the idea, you know, that it's chilly, so this it's an eruption of like it's super hot, like lava coming out, spraying mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, and then they, like yeah. So we did sort of, you know, it was trying to work out a way that we could make it believable, and also that that we weren't quite sure what was going to be the best sort of route. Whether you, you it looked like it had gone up and splashed down, or whether you had a background that it had hit, or whether it just sprayed all over the place. So eventually, eventually we just decided we'd do all three because they wanted three executions. And then they were like, and what we're going to do is do special builds where you've got the top blown out of the actual poster, like hanging in a tree yeah. in the top of a car. And then you're like, oh my God, this is another one where it comes through and you go, first of all, you go, this just gets better and better. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Amazing. I mean, um, it's such and, the minute we saw it we were like raving going get gotta get them on get chatting yeah it's, it's funny because you you've actually been behind several brilliant campaigns unwittingly and we've gone yeah that's good that's gonna be in our top three and then so it's, it's great you've come in today thanks so much well, well, what's quite interesting me. about this one for certainly for lots of people in our industry is the the well, the the visual is amazing, and the and the shot on the billboard is 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 very well executed. The shot of the billboard and the uh, and the lid exploding is the famous thing that's lived on behind beyond the billboard itself. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shot here that we're looking at of the of the lid in the tree, and the one where the lids landed in a in a in a uh, in a windscreen of a car yeah. in front of the billboard. Um, is the shot that everyone saw in, well, certainly in the award submissions. Yeah. Um, but also all over our social feeds as well. Is it? Yeah, yeah. In industry, it was kind of a, a big moment. You know, I think we were just coming out of the lockdowns. Where yeah, we, we were. It was just starting to, um, outdoor was starting to, to, yeah. to go hellfire again, which is great. Um, and this was kind of one of those moments where it kind of Who, um, it got socialised. Who shot? Cause you Sue shot- Park Hill. So you shot the secondary shot. Shot. She shot the shot with yeah with the billboards in. So it's quite interesting because you kind of go, you're both like e- e- equally important in a certain respect, aren't you? I suppose yours. I wouldn't say that, James. Yours is much more important. <laughs> um, well, no, I no. I mean, she did a really good shot. I mean, particularly on this one. Yeah, it was unbelievably horrible weather. Really? Yeah, it was the snow freezing down, and right? snowing, yeah. and like, and I think the light was just atrocious. I mean, Didn't I did they do a follow up with auto glass. There's a really clever thing, Dan. I think it was a mock-up, you know. Was it? Yeah. Right, So, because um, some, some guys came along and they were, like, inspecting the car. And So t- did you... Oh, I'm just going to make my brain ache a bit now. So you did the shot, the pack... Yeah, I shot the pack and, and the sort of... And the Sue's eruption. Yeah, the poster, basically. Okay, and then... And then, and then Sue... Then, then they had them put up 
and then they had the, 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 the car and the special him. build all put yeah. around and then she photographed Do you know, Dan, who did the car and the top of the... Um, yeah, it was all. It was delivered by Sam O'Connell, who we've talked about before uh, yeah. at, at the Kinetic team. Because um, it really, I mean, it's all three disciplines, really, a four, I suppose. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. The photography, the out-of-home photography of the shot, and then the stunt. I mean, the stuff. I remember seeing it, thinking, um, oops. I remember seeing the car one thinking, oh, it's just a one-off. That's it. It's great. Yeah, they and they waited three. two weeks, didn't they? So yeah. two weeks yeah, later, yeah. they were clever. They drip fed them in. So yeah, it was great. Like, it was good that they, remember, they had the three executions. Um, we spoke to the um, the creative team um, who moved on to Saatchi's quite soon after. Yeah. I'm now going to... Ha- I know one of them was called John. Sorry, team, if you're listening. I'll think of the other person soon. Um, but he showed me the sketch in his pad, and it was virtually that yeah wasn't yeah it? Do you remember yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah they sent they sent us over the sketches didn't they yeah no it was it was it, they, you know once again you know great ideas like that i'm just going back to the explosion of the marmite how did you yeah. do that bit it's all done well basically it was, it was one of those mad shoots as well because we were still in lockdown so it's yeah. all done remotely so yeah. it's me my assistant and the model maker and then all the agency and clients on zoom oh really yeah so we had them and also ben tollett online and then the clients we're doing that thing where you kind of they some sit in the background and then you kind of but so every time you sort of make a change you then have to dial everyone in right and you okay. discuss like but basically it was done because marmite itself is really difficult to work with so yeah. i had to support some other way i said look we've got to find something that looks exactly like marmite yeah and reflects in the same way and feels like it's a liquid but solid but solid yeah, yeah. And he basically hand mixed this incredible wax, right? And hand tinted it, and then just got it absolutely perfectly right, so that we could apply it. So you, it's like hot, yeah. And you sort of melt it on, and then we would shoot it. So he, he, we did, we did this, this two. I think the three different versions of the actual stuff coming down the edges of the pot, yeah. And we shot them, and then around that, we did the three did versions the of the splashes, yeah. Oh, few. Alex Lucas, John Farley, gentlemen. Sorry, I was so yeah. slow there. Uh, um, and then Rick Brim, yeah. But it was an iterative process, so you're kind of adding more yeah, each time. So, and exactly. So, so we yeah, had a lot, okay. big discussion about sort of where we wanted to start. Yeah. And then we'd sort of add splodges in, and then we go, okay, let's try a few there. But what we did is I built it up slowly. So we start with a blank canvas. Yeah. You put three or four in. Nice. It's a light big one. Then we build up, build up. So we had the ability to sort of go backwards and forwards in post if we needed to. And that was a... Normal size jar, or is it an oversized? No, model? no, it's a normal size jar. Normal yeah, yeah they came jar. straight from the factory. I had a Brilliant. lot of it. Lots of people. Is it nice? Got some. Yeah, it's nice. Actually. I like Marmite. It's very I subtle. Know, I've never had that. Chili it wasn't one. quite as um, chili-ish as I thought it was going to be, but it's really good. You like I, you like Marmite. I I actually do like Marmite. Yeah, um, and I because I've been ill the last couple of days. That's all I've eaten is a little bit Marmite of Marmite on toast. toast. Bit of cheese on it. Tried that? Not at the moment. I've, I mean, don't, don't go there. Oh, is, that, is this to do with your bottom again? <laughs> it is, darling. Okay. Right, moving on, moving on to forex. Um, I couldn't give a forex about yeah. your bottom. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up now. Yeah. Um, well, just with the last year campaigns, um, James. Forex um, extra cold. This morning I was typing in forex extra cold into the internet and getting some quite strange uh, <laughs> responses. So I thought I'd put in James Day. BBH and that, it goes, it appears there are no matches. Oh. So then I go, I'll just they call go that f- a Google whack. Yeah. 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 But um, so these are images from uh, the Outback. Yeah. But then obviously they've uh, been 
trying to keep warm. Is yes. that right? Yeah, that's that exactly the, the thinking behind it. So yeah. we've, what yeah. have we got here? We've got a koala bear with a... With a sort of parka. Yeah. With a big sort of um, wolverine fur. Which is of. just such an iconic image. And then this is an Australian death adder. And what's he got? He has got a scarf. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the last one is... And the last one is a... I can't remember the actual brand of tarantula but it's an incredibly poisonous tarantula from australia it's and it's got gloves on its fingers yeah so it's stuffed again no well this is the thing no this was once again no we, we wasn't stuffed this is another brilliant one where they come in they go and i'm like yeah okay yeah we can do that i think da, da, da. we want to do it all for real oh no oh, yeah fuck and off. i was like <laughs> that spider i was yeah, like yes, no. okay who right. said that who wanted them yes for the creatives to, Paul like, and out of australia Paul and no, we didn't go to Australia. I, they said, look, I said, well, you, and, you know, because we all thought, oh, can we? <laughs> How far can we push this? Yeah. They were like, shut up. You're not going to Australia. There's rock in the background. I yeah, can see yeah. it now, guys. So yeah, the, yeah. the landscape bit in the background is a, is a set. So we had that in the studio. And basically what, what we then had to work out was, okay, how do we, how do I mix the two bits together? So we had like a little miniature parka made that was in pro <laughs> roughly to what, I, what we thought a koala bear size. We did a bit of research. Um, so that's that shot in, in the studio, and then the spider was real. So we did the spider, um, right. and that was pretty freaky because they're not big either. No. So like I had to go in, shoot quite close. it, but actually quite close, but actually managed get it enough time to do a small focus bracket so that it was right, shot okay. front to back. Um, and then the gloves were rigged, model made in a sort of same position, and then we sort of complemented it together. But the spider was weird because it just it it just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> Right, it just sort of sat there, and then we just slowly crawled off set. You know, you have one of those moments where you're like, "Oh God, what are we going to do?" Because this right. is never going to work. And then the guy doing this one said, "I'll tell you what we do. We put it in the freezer." And everyone's like, "What? what? The spider?" Yeah, he said, "No, no, trust me." <laughs> so they put the spider in the freezer for just about five minutes, and he came back and he plunked it exactly where I needed it, <laughs> and then he just tapped it on the head and it went whoop and rose up on its legs, and no. I just went click, 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 and that was it. Wow! But previously. For about an hour and a half, it, we'd just been struggling with this thing. But what was and then my assistant goes to him, why didn't you tell us that yeah, <laughs> two yeah. hours ago? Yeah, I went, paid by the hour for my yeah, spider, mate. Yeah, pretty much that's <laughs> what we worked out, yeah. But were you not... Obviously, he didn't kill it. He knows that that's fine. No, no, no. He said it's fine. And it was absolutely fine. I, I think they do go into this kind of weird stasis thing when they get cold. It kind of just sort of slows their metabolism down. Apparently, so he tells me. I, mean, I, I hope doing. to God it's true. Um, this is fucking great. I mean... But, uh, but the one... You know, and it was it it was pretty impressive. Can I thing. Say, so before you weren't happy because it was too flat. It wasn't rising up. Oh, but as soon as we touched it, it would just scuttle off. So yeah. I'd get it all lined oh, up no. and it would sit there looking at me, but like sort of with its body under touching the, the lights. floor. <laughs> under the lights. Sort of. And then he'd sort of touch it and as soon as he touched it, it just sort of went, mm, I don't like this. So yeah. They're um they're again, they're they're you know, they're a brilliant set of images because they do exactly well, it says on the tin, yeah. extra cold, Australian. It's got everything to it and it's witty and it's funny and it's brilliantly pulled off. Did you, again, was there anything more along the process when uh, when you got them? Or you said Mark Reddy was quite involved? Was there? Yeah, I mean, he, he came to the shoots because Paul and Aidy um, were was, was so busy, I think. I mean, I went, I, we actually shot the koala bear for real. So we flew to Lisbon Zoo. We couldn't find <laughs> that. It was the only place we could find that wasn't going over to America or whatever. Uh, that would actually do it for a reasonable cost as well. They do have him in Edinburgh, and I think they obviously, oh, it's an advertising job. So they yeah. came back with this insane, like they wanted like £12,000 or something. And it was like, so anyway, we flew off to Lisbon Zoo, 
to shoot the koala and, and I Paul did come with me on that one and that was quite funny because the same thing happened where you go in the enclosure and the guy no one spoke any English at all over the keepers and he had the tiny Parker made for tiny Parker's been made yeah yeah, but no but we saw that separately oh, okay, I mean fine. we talked to them they're like there's no way you're you not can putting put a Parker, Parker on because <laughs> <laughs> we asked yeah I would ask the question as well um, but the same thing I set up in, in inside the enclosure and they sort of there hold clutching the eucalyptus branch and I was up a ladder and my assistant had this light and I was, as soon as you get the focus he just very slowly would sort of go to the other side of the room mm. but one of we didn't know, but they're quite vicious. So one of the, the keepers lost a thumb. No. One of his thumbs is missing. So this koala? Yeah, yeah. Joking. Yeah, he was called Moonan. I can remember his name. And what, the koala or the man? The, the, the koala. Moonan, right, right. Moonan the koala. And I was like, I don't know what we're going to do because, I, I, you know, we were all panicking again with the, the classic animal thing. So then, and I was, I, the only one I could talk to him is like incredibly crap GCSE French. That he spoke, I found out he spoke French. So I'm speaking this, Brilliant. you know, trying to communicate what we need to do. And he's, no, you know, I don't understand what you're on about. And he eventually went, ah, and he came back and they had a, they had a, a weighing machine that, that with, a, with a eucalyptus branch attached to it. And he stuck it on there and he just held his branch, sat there. Because he's used to being weighed. Because he's used so to being weighed. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Perfect. But yeah, I mean, it, it was, it, it was once again, I mean, there's some just uh, one thing I do, you know, we put it all together in post and you take it back and, and uh, Mark Reddy, who was, you know, I think he's a bit of a genius. Um, I loved working with him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's carving like, spoons these days. Isn't yeah, I know. Yeah. Amazing. We, we should try and work with him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal you should stuff. get him in. But, I mean, yeah, we'd love so I think yeah, we should do. I think we wrote him on Insta and he sort of showed some interest about a year or two ago. Maybe we should try and get him in. Yeah, we'll get him in. Get him in the yeah, koala. He's, he's brilliant. I mean, he's you awesome. bring back the koala. Yeah, he's got some room. amazing Moonan. stories. Moonan on the plane. On the plane. Yeah, but it's just little bits where he'd go on the spider thing. How about if we just put some hairs coming through the gloves and you go, oh, yeah, mate, that's just such a, a little great touches. idea. And you look at it and they're there and yeah. it's just those things. Suddenly it all just became believable. Oh, so before we finish up, so the snake? The snake was the only one that we ended up having to model make, which was, it's they did an incredible job and it was unbelievably expensive because we looked into it and they thought, well, we can get one into the studio, but... They said, you have to shoot it through three inches of glass, which wasn't going to work anyway. You have to have two doctors, right, right. with you. And and because they are one of the most venomous snakes in the world. But if you like, get bit, if you don't get the anti-venom within 30 seconds, you're dead, right? But if like he bites James the... Bond stuff. Yeah, but they're like, but if the doctor gets bit, we need another doctor to sort... Oh, <laughs> to oh, oh, oh. I bet that's happened before. And I was just thinking... I've just had a baby and yeah, I've yeah. got a three-year-old son and <laughs> I love this ad, but yeah. I'm not sure. But what sort of... Um, could it be any snake? Sorry. It, but they wanted it, they wanted it, it to be, be like indigenous to the yeah. outback, yeah. So they needed to be Australian and they just loved the idea that it was... I think it was a, I think it was called a death adder. But it was... You know, we looked into it and then, then also... I think you also then had to get permission from the council and like... It yeah. just wasn't going to work. Oh, no. much, much to pull... Paul Yule's uh, an annoyance. He was disappointed. Yeah. Sorry, James, I can't make the shoot today. Oh, uh, we <laughs> yeah. did a snake today. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I'm not coming now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, but I had a model maker right there who did a, a pretty amazing job. Yeah, I mean, they're, um, it's funny, Forex, because we spoke with um, Alexander Taylor again about when it's Archie's, you know, Australians wouldn't give a Forex. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a brilliant campaign. But this somehow, it doesn't, it doesn't compete with it because it's so different. It's so far away from it. It's just that, extra cold you know i mean but it's brilliant because it is 
all indigenous things to Australia, isn't it? It's, mm. it's a really great. I mean, it's a shame you could feel like they could do loads more of these. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Anyway, um, right. We're not going to do VW Beetle because we've done that. We're going to talk about your favourite billboard. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, like I'm sure everybody says, this is a difficult. <laughs> oh, it it's is. really it's difficult. Like, really it's like picking thing. your favourite kid. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's like I mean, for me, obviously, I just I loved all those. You know, as a photographer, you just want it to be your picture and nothing else, mm. and nothing. <laughs> you know, not any text. If if I can yeah. get away with just that, a picture just the photograph. That's the perfect billboard. It's all about and me, exactly. <laughs> very much so, and how wonderful my picture is. Um, and just the silk cut stuff that I grew up with as well, just always embodied that. And I just loved it as a campaign. It was my lifelong ambition to shoot one. And sadly, the ban ruined it. I, I, my book did go in for the very last round and I didn't I didn't get it. Um, they did. They had two routes, I think, and there was a still life one and, a, and right. I think they ended I think they ended up going with the Fat Lady the scene, fat lady which sings. was a great ad. Yeah, I thought it was good. Some people didn't like it. I, I liked quite it. I liked it. I don't think it was the... I think the problem was is there's, there's been so much brilliance... It, it was a great ending, but possibly not I think, the greatest silk cut. I think someone, and it, again, it was a photographer, it was somebody very much into execution, thought it was badly, um, you know, I don't know. I think the idea of the Fat Lady Sings is brilliant. Yeah. But it's like but the, do you honestly think they could have topped anything that had come before it? Just no, that's it. That's it. It's almost a poison chalice. It's almost a poison chalice. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean like, you know, I've listened it's to... It's the last episode of Game of Thrones. You know, the, the yeah. true Game of Thrones fans hate it. Never watched it. He's never seen it. Yeah, yeah. Never um, watched it. But for people who came into it later and watched the whole thing, they went, yeah, it was great. Finished. It's finished now. It's done. We're finished. We can close that book. So you're going to talk to us... Well, I I picked. I mean, there's there's loads of them that I loved, and I got it down to two, which was sort of my. I mean, there's so many good ones, but I I, I always love this shot of this the scissors with the silk just wrapped around. They're closed, mm. and it's just a beautiful. I think it's Daniel Juano did it. Yes. Um, and I loved his work. I mean, he, he was like the sort of quintessential. You know that beautiful still life where he all he did was just a drift of light from left yeah. to right on the front, and a drift of light from right to left on the back. And he made it look so easy, and yeah. it really fucking is because I tried <laughs> a lot to make my work look like that, just as an exercise of oh, I just, you know, yeah. it's just. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad he chose this because it's one of our favourite stories of doing the podcast. This 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 piece actually, um, with Alexandra's. Yeah, do you want to say it? meticulously going through the different scissors that she could possibly use for this shot? Yeah, um, uh, and I mean, she said. 300 300 odd yeah. and you know from in a parisian parisian markets yeah bought 50 pairs of scissors you know in antiques markets all sorts of stuff to get the right ones for this yeah. for this yeah. exact shot so the craft that goes into that single shot is not just with the photographer but with the oh no i mean just the the, you know the, the thought the, has oh, gone just i mean incredible. it went into all those silk cuts. i mean they yeah. were all you know i worked for a guy called james cottier um who was a big still life photographer in the sort of 80s and 90s and he shot quite a few silk cut ads and stuff and yeah, you saw the, mm. you know, it's just everything. It was a real craft and the creatives were mm. totally involved in that. You yeah, know, Alex Taylor about, was renownedly. I remember the one. You know, um, make that yeah. highlight. Well, the one I'm thinking about <laughs> is the, um, <laughs> and I'm get, thinking about yeah, is the, uh, the rhinoceros. Yes. And the eye and the story she told us about that again, yeah. which is something you, well, you just don't kind of think of. And then you go, how are we going to lift this thing a bit? You know, get it a bit of gold dust on it and it's those like you talk about Mark Reddy putting the um the little hairs between 
you know, coming out the gloves. It's those, it's those things which make things just look so good. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Rather yeah. than, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's nice out, you know, rather than, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, um, so we're pushing up on time. Um, so from with a from a photographer's side, we always ask people about their tips for billboards and um, and making great work that works in the outcome space. Um, what would you say yours are from a from the photographer's side of the camera? I mean, it's really hard because this you know photography encompasses so mm-hmm. many different styles and, and you know ways of approaching it. But like usually, keep it simple. I mean, by the time it comes to us. Usually the idea is very solid mm. and you get them and you go, well, it's just a gift, you mm. know. I mean, most could, particularly back then, you know, those out of home, they, they, you'd see the layout and you'd be like, oh, bloody hell. Well, are you, are <laughs> you arguing? Like shooting actors, you know. Yeah, you're we, being quite humble there, though, James. Well, 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 you're you know, arguing to add stuff or remove stuff, though, as part of your your role in the production. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it, it, you know, choice of lens, things yeah. like that can make a real difference, you know. I mean, it's just trying to take what they've done and just create something iconic and, yeah. and sort of eye-catching, which you try and do with every image that you do. But, it, you know, particularly, I mean, the kind of stuff that I do is obviously very graphic, still life. Yeah, it's and it's almost cinematic as the, like, the, that still life stuff. You can see that being a frame from, you know, yeah. from a feature and you go, wow, that's it's just a stunning yeah. shot. Yeah, I mean, you just want it to sort yeah. of stop people in their tracks just yeah. for a moment. At least, yeah. And you've done your job. I think that's a great tip, and yeah. it's one that we've we've heard before about stopping people in the tracks. Mm. And I think it's a it's a good line for for outdoor advertising. Yeah. And if you're ever going to need a cat, make it make it a stuffed cat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real live animals are hard work. Yeah. James, thank you so much, mate. Yeah, it's been thanks. a pleasure. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank yeah, you for having me. Really it's been enjoyed really the good chat. Fun. And if you um yeah, just keep if you whatever projects you're doing, you know, let, let us know. We'd love to talk about the work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll send okay. them in. Thank Thanks, you. Mate. Great. Pleasure. Brilliant. Great. That was good. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? I didn't I didn't quite realise how many funny stories there were um in the background. The, the cat. thing with the cat. I wouldn't have been able to resist myself putting the cat into funny poses and treating that anyway. <laughs> so, I mean I I'm not I I know you are, but I'm not a huge cat fan so <laughs> oh yeah careful what you say about cats um, yeah. but then also the massive fuckers the, the seat the seat great, story at the bottom great, uh, I can't remember who I think it might have been Eddie Izzard talking about cats right fuck cats we should get Eddie Izzard on they got their own doors yeah fuck them they look at, they look at the food you've set up for them and go fuck them yeah. you've done door. that before yeah. that stayed with you that love sketch that. Love no that. we love cats and then uh, the Matan thing Rattan 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 Rattan. Rattan furniture. That's, You've never heard of Rattan furniture? I'm not posh enough, mate. Is it posh or is it a design thing? Maybe I've had it. But did I you not have a conservatory? We did. No, we had it. Ours was called a veranda. I reckon it was in there, but I didn't know the name okay. for it. I yeah. was probably called it the bamboo chair. It's, it's basically made of that. Bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo. But no, that was... Um, yeah, the things that he gets involved in, and then the thing with the snake. I mean, it's just it's just everything we wanted. Some of my favourite stories from working in this industry have been on set when we're because just funny shit happens, yeah. and you're stuck in a room or on set with people, and yeah, yeah it just you know, it's, and you're being paid for it, and you're being paid for it. Well, we're, sometimes we're blessed. Yeah. We're blessed in this. I haven't been paid world. for a while, guys. So yeah, anyway. Oh yeah, he's hunting for work. Everyone, yeah, the, the novel is nearly complete. So you know, the writing will be complete. <laughs> We could no. do some posters for the book. No, you need your day job back again. Yeah. Anyway, so um, one thing I want to say before we finish. Yes. Uh, is Dave Newbold, 
Dave, uh, thanks for the comment about uh, for, for bigging us up and um, having us on your run. We like to be running with you. Hopefully you're running now. And the idea of a book, Dan and I really want to do, we, we were going to start this whole thing with a book and then we did a podcast, but we want to make it as a book. Uh, so we'd love to, um, anyone who wants to help us out with that, um, we want to do a proposal, but any ideas, you know, how we could do it, bring them on. We would love that. Yeah. And then the other note was my mate Gavin, Gavin Cumin, great old friend uh, from Mullenlow days. And he listens to podcasts when he can't sleep. And sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night and it's rolled on and it's rolled on to me and you. So he wakes up in the middle of the night listening to us, which no one wants. Poor guy. Uh, and he says, it's, he says, it's really disturbing because <laughs> if I hear your voice in my ear and it's in the middle of the night in my, in my bed. So sorry, Gavin, about that. <laughs> I got a nice one yesterday, actually, saying uh, I was on a... I was on a call with someone and um, he then dropped me a, an email afterwards and said, oh my God, I thought I recognised your voice. Love the podcast. <laughs> yes. I sent you a screenshot of it. It's brilliant. Oh, so thanks, Heba. That was really nice of that's you. That's very sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. So uh, lastly, just thanks very much to Soho Radio for hosting us here, Podcast Studios. If you are after a podcast and you need to record somewhere, get in touch with Soho Radio. They're brilliant. Um, and again, thanks to our sponsors, Talent Outdoor. Um, you know, great support for us um, and uh, helping us sort out these studios as well. Yeah, so, thank yeah, you. Thank you, Talent. Thank you, Talent. Thank you, Soho Radio. And thank Thank you, Dan, for being Dan. Thank you, and thank you, listeners. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.